Refellas, everybody, we got a crazy episode. So much to talk about, so much to talk about, so much to get into. Fucking holy shit. How you guys doing? I'm doing really good now that I'm talking to my bros. Woo, we had a catastrophe. I just spilled a bunch of water all over everything. It was really scary. Mopped got it my up. adrenaline going pretty. The hard. water was tipping. It was one of those situations. It was like, where's it gonna go? And I was like at the last moment, <laughs> tilted it away from all the equipment. <laughs> Nothing got seriously nice. wet the 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 SM58 got a little wet, but luckily that is a very uh, what do you uh, what do resilient? You it's a very resilient, very durable microphone. There you go. It's meant durable. to be used for performances. This is one right. that I give to Morgan since she's the craziest with the mics. Yeah, so. I, I like to throw things around. Yeah. So hey, Miles just walked in here. Hey, Miles. This is Jamal, everybody. Uh, Miles walked in. He can't hear you guys, but because <laughs> you're in my headphones. But you want to say hi, Miles? He's wearing an Iron Man mask, so it's nice. gonna be here. Lift this up so they can hear your voice. Iron Miles. This is the microphone. Say hi. 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 You want to say something silly? No? You want to tell him a joke? No? Okay, why don't you go see your dad? <laughs> He's just shaking his head no. Really killed the momentum. All right, so. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> How you doing, Javal? How's everything going? I'm doing good. I've been sick this past week. I don't oh. remember last week. I was I was skeptical I might be getting sick, and I am uh, sick. Um, but I think you are I'm a sickly man. I am a sickly <laughs> man. Thanks for letting everybody know that. Uh, I'm a sickly child. Dating profile. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> yeah, I sunburn easy. I'm a sickly <laughs> man. <laughs> no, actually, actually, I tan. I tan quite well. I'm a sickly man, but I tan quite well. I tan and, horribly. Uh, I'm surprised you tan well. I thought it was really. I thought it was no. Gonna, I tan. I tan very well. I burn and then I'll um, get a little dark, but I never tan well. I would say. <laughs> I would agree with that. I say I tan. I mean, I wouldn't say I. I mean, I'm not the best tanner. I'm not Danny Tanner, okay? Okay. But I fucking, I I rarely get sunburned. I feel what? Yeah. I feel like you're. It happens, but but even if I do, I mean, it doesn't last long, and never like bothers me that much. Okay. I mean, I wouldn't say I get horribly bothered by sunburns either, but I definitely. I mean, I turn red before I get any sort of bronze. <laughs> One time. Uh, actually, I think I've actually definitely told this story on the pod, and I think Morgan will. I just want to say that before Morgan says it, <laughs> that um, <laughs> over the first time I ever was in a tanning bed. Does this sound familiar? Hot bottom. Hot bottom. I had this red circle above my ass, and I was like, because I got out and I looked bronze, and then I looked in the, the mirror in the back, and I was like, oh, you know, scoping myself out, and I looked, and I'm like, just got this red circle right. Where anywhere my ass. where the sun doesn't usually shine. Yeah. Well, yeah. Jordan, yeah. it's not getting sun bright. Well, because that's what I'm resting on. I'm laying on that in the tanning bed, and yeah. it's just getting I, zapped. No, hot bottom is is very real. Yeah, it's no fun. I thought I had cancer for sure. <laughs> One time, Jordan got third degree burns all over his abdomen, and they were there for a year. The scars. They were not third degree burn. <laughs> what? Yeah, he had he had a book that he was resting like on his you know like lower stomach area abdomen, and there was this <laughs> crazy shaped sunburn around the book, and it the, literally the shadow that the book made. <laughs> it literally stayed there for. I feel like it was there for a year, six months at least. No, the the burning situation. Where was the burn? I don't on understand. his stomach. And why? So, okay, so yeah, let's but make the setting. You're saying it like because of the shadow? We're laying out on the beach, right? 
Yeah. Morgan likes to lay out in the sun. She's all about the sun. And I want to be near her. And this yeah. is day one on the beach in where? Mexico? I can't remember. I'm like, okay, I'll just lay out on the beach day one. Like, I'll try and get a- enough sun. Because <laughs> I know I have to burn before I get a good coat, you know? So I was like, I'll just lay mm-hmm. out. And I, I don't know, I put sunscreen on or whatever. But the book, I'm reading a book. <laughs> and it's I'm resting yeah. it on my gut, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's it's due to <laughs> the way that the book, I guess, is probably absorbing heat. <laughs> No, the oh. uh, sunscreen off of my body. Like, it's rubbing, yeah. you know? It's that rubbing that's causing oh. an exposure there. Right. So I just had a weird blotchy L, L shape, but not like a clear L. Like, <laughs> no. there was no there was no straight line, r- ruler lines. <laughs> it was very blotchy, yeah. like weird, like, uh, like what do you call it? Uh, port Rorschach. wine stain <laughs> like, across <laughs> my, my abdomen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it was there for a couple months. Mm, I don't know. But it was only there, like, it wasn't... I remember I was getting concerned. No, no, because it wasn't burned for a couple months. It was burned for a week. <laughs> right, but the And the then darkness. it becomes a tan. It just becomes a dark, <laughs> right. weird tan. Yeah. It looked like you had a birthmark yeah. for a yeah. very long time. Anyway. God damn. That's all I had to say. Yeah. It's not there anymore. I'm pretty sure we talked about it on the pod. There's no way we did I didn't. think we did, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, it was outrageous. Well, no, I I know we talked about my 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 burned bottom, but I don't. I, this is news to me about Jordan's fucking port wine tan. <laughs> no, I think we I think we did mention it, but I don't know. I don't yeah. remember. I don't ever remember talking about it. But Jordan isn't one to talk about his hot his hot 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 ass bod. You know, <laughs> I mean, I'm the one who first talked about hot bottom. I don't. I mean, maybe not on the pod. I don't remember, but I was the one who first brought up like, do you guys get hot asses when you come <laughs> out of the, it's hot bottom. <laughs> You get hot bottom. No, I think I think what happened is I went tanning once and I was like, yeah, but like you know my ass is super hot. I said something like it was super burning. You were like, oh yeah, hot bottom. Like, (laughs) here's the thing. I feel like there's never any complaints or anything coming out of your mouth about tanning. You're just a regular tanner. You're 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 seasoned pro in the tanning bed. Correct. So I'm the one coming out of the tanning bed (laughs) being like. Like, do you guys feel these things too? Because I don't hear about it. Yeah, yeah. I'm the one who's going to bring right. up these things where it's like, you know, I'm, I'm probably <laughs> getting cancer from this thing. Uh, am I getting mm-hmm. ass cancer? Yeah. It's a common occurrence that when I go tanning that I get a hot bottom. Correct. We all do. And then I felt very relieved as that was a shared experience. <laughs> but when you say hot bottom, are you talking about what I'm talking about? Like the red dot. Like it's not a just a dot. I mean, it's like a it's like a like make a circle with your hand, <laughs> you know, with your fingers. It's about that big, right at the the crest of your ass crack. I've had both. Yeah, well, there's that, and basically, but I've also had it just like right on the cheeks yes, too. I've had both planted on the cheeks. Uh, That's like hot literally, bottom. like burned cheek sections. And to be honest, yeah, and, yeah, and really, it's just you get a warm sensation in your ass, but the annoyance is it gets itchy. You get yes, itchy, a hundred percent. Yeah, so that's yeah, that's because your 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 butt cheeks are never exposed to the sun. Right, it's the sun don't shine <laughs> phenomenon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I should mention, how come the palms of your hands and the bottoms of your feet don't burn? I think they do. Oh. But they're rugged. You got rugged skin there. I mean, they're meant to withstand yeah. damage. Okay. Durable. Durable. There's, it's like, it's like your, your most pachyderm portion. I just was thinking like <laughs> the bottom of your feet don't usually see the sun, but they never burn. The tops of your feet burn. 
That's for sure. Oh, yeah. You got weak skin on the top of your feet. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, bottoms of the feet, you can get calluses, you can get cuts. Get... I've never had a cut on the bottom. Well, yes, I have. <laughs> never been cut on <laughs> the bottom of your foot. Interesting. <laughs> It's planted among glass. I mean, that, that's the thing. You build calluses on the bottom of your oh, feet. Oh, I know. And they're uncuttable, uncuttable. That's why you got to get that shit scraped off by a Vietnamese woman. Oh, if you want to be back to dainty. Yeah. But if you want to stay pachydermed. <laughs> right. Then you leave them callies on. Right. All right. So we just got done watching the Super Bowl. Super Bowl just ended, and we're recording this a little bit later than normal. But, oh boy. Oh boy. Tom Brady. The greatest of all time. <laughs> Winning the Super Bowl once again. New number team. seven from him. I mean, it's it's quite amazing. It is kind of amazing. Like, you're annoyed with him. I was annoyed with him around Super Bowl four or five. Mm -hmm. And then once you get past that, then it's like, then you're just impressed. Right. I mean, I have no bitterness towards the guy. I mean, he, the guy went seven and, and three in Super Bowls. Two of those losses came to the Giants, so I'm satisfied. But, I mean... He's been to 10 total. I know. It's crazy. The next That's best crazy. player has been to six. Yeah. I mean, we're not going to see this again wow. in my lifetime. He's most been in likely. almost 20% of all Super Bowls. There's been 55 total. He's been in 10. Yeah, almost. <laughs> I mean, that's just. Whew. Yeah. It's incredible. It's an incredible feature. It's fucking nuts. And he's done it with two different teams. Now, there's only been one other quarterback to do it with two different teams. Mm -hmm. Who was that, everybody? Uh, Peyton, Peyton, Manning. Peyton Manning did it with the Colts and the Broncos, but I think he's only only has three okay. Super Bowl wins. He might only have two. No, maybe the Broncos was his third. But um, yeah. Anyways, so that's insane. The game itself, I mean, it was a blowout. The it's Buccaneers so crazy. trounced the, the Chiefs. Yeah. Total upset. Never underestimate TV. <laughs> but aside from Tampa that, Tampa Bay, Tom Brady. Always meant to be. Phoebe. <laughs> Very excited with herself. How about that Super Bowl halftime show? Jamal, did you watch? I did watch somewhat peripherally, somewhat uh, directly. I just want to um, ask you. I'm not a big uh, fan of The weekend. What? You're not a you star know? boy? I'm not a motherfucking star boy. Are you I'm a star boy, a, Morgan? I'm more of a... Yes. <laughs> no, she's not. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> a star girl, maybe. What you were saying, Jamal? I I just say I, I I find him a bit uh, uh, weak. Sure, he's a bit on the weekend, you know. <laughs> Good. <laughs> it took longer to arrive there than I would have <laughs> hoped, but <laughs> no, I actually I enjoy his Beauty Behind the Madness album as mm -hmm. as as a standalone mm -hmm. uh, album. Mm -hmm. I'm not a fan of like his the his subject matter. It's not I'm into it, but it does feel like a. It's interest. It's sonically interesting, yeah. at least on that first album. When when you start to hear, listen to more of his stuff, and then his newer stuff, you see that he's kind of a one trick pony, and <laughs> all of his stuff kind of has the yeah. same shit to it. But that Beauty Behind the Madness album does have some fucking hits on it, and he performed a few of those, and I enjoyed those. I, I mean, I think mm -hmm. the performance itself was fucking weird. And, it was and so weird. bad, but yeah. But uh, I what I wanted I to miss say, his 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 you know. His barrage of cock hair. Same. You know, the... Oh yeah, that was that. That made him cool. Now he just looks like a fucking. He's like Mexican. fat and we. I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> no, he needs he that looks weird like the, hair. He looks like Jack Black from Nacho Libre. I'm telling you. 
Yeah. He totally yeah, looks yeah. like that. And I have That's I have pictures funny. to prove it. I'm going to send them to you guys. Look at these screenshots that I took. Okay. And tell me he doesn't look like Jack Black. It's funny <laughs> that, that you took pictures of this. I literally was thinking about taking pictures of this for this exact reason. I mean, he's Mexican. He's El Fin de Semana. <laughs> <laughs> what? That is uh, the weekend in Spanish. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the end of the week. I ain't got nothing yet, buddy, but oh, here they come. <laughs> just, look at this. He got, he's just like a little portly. It's, he's got that weird yeah. handlebar mustache thing going. Yeah. It's not a handlebar. What well, do you I call like this, it? The, the second picture. Here's the thing. His teeth, does he have like fake teeth? What is? I don't know, but fuck it. I mean, I feel like his teeth are protruding out of his mouth. What do you think? Is so... this a is this a podcast collage that I'm that we have here? I think we might. I think so. I mean, everybody's probably seen it already, but here, just look at these screenshots and tell he me. looks maybe timely. a comparison. He doesn't look cool at all. Yeah, you know, he looks like he's been no. in quarantine. And his for jacket, a while. yeah, his red jacket is like fucking a triple XL, cheesy as shit. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's just like. What the fuck, man? It is not, it's not, yeah. It doesn't look dope. I, I mean, I wasn't going to get into the fashion of it. I don't, I'm not really a fashion well, guy. Well, I mean, I don't, he's I don't a cool. unique guy, and he looks not he, interesting in any way. He look, yeah. I mean, he looks like a fucking normal dude. Right. It's kind like, of alarming. Yeah. He looks like he's fucking unemployed. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Uh, he is drunk. I thought he was drunk when they first showed it because he like tripped, I think, a little yeah. bit. But then he was doing a lot of intentional tripping. Like that was part of the show <laughs> with a bunch of people wearing diapers on their face. Yeah. It was weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, there's that obviously trying to sell Pepsi and then a bunch of other ads during the Super Bowl. I don't know if you were familiar with the, a lot of the commercials during the Super Bowl, Jamal. It's a kind of a big thing, you know, the commercials. I like the commercials. No, I don't. I didn't really watch. I didn't. I, I didn't. I liked really one commercial. So there's lots of commercial, like the history of the Super Bowl commercial, right? Everyone's like, oh, the best commercials come yeah. during the Super Bowl. Now, I feel like in the years in recent times, it's, I mean, it's all ads are disaster. just, you realize that advertisements are just advertisement, but you do feel like when, when you were younger, that they were better, like better yeah. written, quippier, funnier jokes. Yeah. And now they feel very safe. And it, it, it's a contest to see who can stuff the most famous people Correct. into your commercial. They're not yep. clever. And it's almost like a lot of famous people probably had a lot of like openings on their schedule due to the pandemic. Right. So it's like, let's fucking book yeah. as many yeah. as we possibly can. Strange. I mean, you had John Cena in a watermelon Mountain Dew commercial. <laughs> you had fucking Timothy Chalamet. As Edward Scissorhands in a Cadillac commercial, like you had fucking <laughs> okay. I mean, there's a lot, so much weird shit. You had so many promotions yeah. for this new CBS show, Clarice, mm-hmm. which is based oh, on yeah. the Jodie Foster character from The Silence of the Lambs. They're like, we did it with Hannibal, which I think yep. that was on Fox, and then it fucking went somewhere. But like, now they're like, we're gonna do it with Clarice. Like, really, what's her like- story? I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you gotta watch it. Like when the that commercial. I mean, one of the ones I saw is the one where it's like in in the barn and there's the 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 lambs. Yeah, that's the one I. She's talking about you know silencing them and shit, and it's just pretty like, on the nose. <laughs> it's so it's yeah, so whack. exactly so good we'll fucking whack. It's so uh, they're trying to. That's a new trend. They're trying to do that. They did it with Nurse Ratchet. They had that fucking Ratchet show. Yeah, and it's like, what are you guys doing? They try to build up. Yeah. I feel like that's exactly what they're doing with Star Wars. They're taking like, existing <laughs> hype. Yeah. It's like it's like that's what you did with Boba Fett 
That's what you did with fucking all these characters yeah. that was like campy and fun. And then you're trying to make it dark. Yeah. And I'm not that Science of the Lambs was fucking campy and fun. It was a dark fucking <laughs> movie. But yeah, I mean, to try and make it seem like the prequel is like worth it. Or it's just like, it's yeah. just very forced. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like the story of Clarice was interesting at the time of Sun. Like, that's when her life got really interesting. <laughs> she, <laughs> right. fucking she was like a normal agent <laughs> until then. And then here's where the exactly. movie begins, you know? Uh, yeah. Tr- stop trying to make it seem like what happened before was fucking crazy, too. It's yeah. like, At least equally as interesting. It's like it so makes a lot bad. more sense for Hannibal because he comes in out of the gate as like a fucking crazy character who's like, right. who the fuck is this? So you could see why you'd be interested in his backstory, but she's just a fucking normal person. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, you had a five-minute commercial of bruce springsteen trying to be very poignant talking about how we all need to find common ground oh my we all need to come together in the middle and buy a jeep that's that's this commercial yep and then you had maya rudolph as she was like multiplied as like four cowgirls Mm -hmm. and this was a commercial for klarna oh which is blown up now i guess they, their customer service sucks ass. I've talked about them before. Mm-hmm. I thought they were just a Swedish company that I got them getting ripped off on. Yeah. Nope. They're blowing up. These are the people you get. You buy the couch through them. Um, no, we bought bed. The bought, bought the Sattva mattress through them that that uh. I had a return, and then the, <clears throat> them giving me the refund was a hassle. Right. Right. Um, we had the book. So here was the best ad. Yes. I don't know if you caught this one, Jamal, but. There was an ad for oat, Oatly Oat Milk. No, I did not. I don't think I saw this. And the commercial is their CEO of the company um, singing a song. I can't even remember how the song goes, but it's like terrible. Yeah. Like he's singing very bad, but but on a little on the edge, but not really. Like he's definitely on the like on the side of like he's not a talented singer, <laughs> and he's like playing guitar yeah. in like a field or whatever, and it's just a bad song. And then it's uh. You know, buy oatly milk, but and it's then, like a funny song. It's like no cows, like I don't know. Yeah, wow, wow, no cow, <laughs> yeah. or something like it's, that. It's like, so but dumb. it feels super uh-huh. self-aware, right? Well, that's what I thought. I was like, this is the best commercial I've seen so far because it's like, yep, they didn't throw a bunch of fucking famous people at it. Mm-hmm. The guy's fucking self. Mm-hmm. Uh, defecating. What is it called? Self-deprecating. Deprecating. <laughs> he's fucking taking a shit in this, this man is just shitting all over himself. I mean, I guess that works. He's fucking. Yes, that's exactly what he's doing. He's the CEO of the company. I'm like, yeah. that's fun. And I go, I, I look at on Twitter, and people are blasting this word. It's the stupidest commercial I've yeah. ever seen. It's the ex- oh, it's the best God. by far. It's so. I had to turn it off. Oh my god, that guy thinks he's probably so good. He probably he definitely forced himself <laughs> against all of his employees' will to put himself in the commercial. What an arrogant asshole! And it's like holy shit. And then I saw one person who knew, <laughs> who got it. Yeah. And they fucking were like, yeah. they're way ahead of you. And they posted a link. Oatly Milk has already put up a website giving away free shirts that on them. I can't remember what it says, but it's something like that was the worst commercial I've ever seen yeah. on the shirt. Like they're <laughs> fucking so self-aware. Like they, this is any That's press is good dope. press philosophy. Yeah. It's like this is how you do an advertisement, yeah. right? So it's like yeah. anybody who's like, oh my wow. god. Well, first of all, it was so different from the barrage of bullshit, right? Of just candy colors, yeah. and, and Fucking oh my god, bad jokes. Yeah. 
It was kind of no jokes. <laughs> no jokes. No jokes. No jokes. That's right. Let me get into so I don't I don't know if you saw this commercial, but let me give you the pitch. Okay, we are okay. we are working, I think it's at Frito Lay. I can't remember. But Okay. Um we have a new Cheeto we need to sell, right? Okay. Um it's the Cheeto Pops. Okay, very cheesy. Okay. Um what yeah. is what's what what what's our angle to sell these Cheetos? What do we do? Mm. <laughs> okay. Mm. How, what's the best ad we could possibly come up with to sell these Cheetos? Do you want me to pitch something? Do you have an idea? Yeah, let me pitch something. What if we get Mike Myers and Dana Carvey to reprise their roles as the Wayne's World guys because everybody fucking, you know, and the younger generation knows who the fuck Wayne's World is. And we'll have them talk about the Super Bowl. And then at the end, we'll have just a bag of Cheetos sitting right there. No. Well, that would work if you also had Cardi B. If you also had Cardi B, then it would be a great commercial. Okay. Well, I think Uber Uber Eats already did it, but yeah, Uber Eats got did this exact this that's that's the joke that we're doing right now. Uber Eats did a commercial with uh, the Wayne's. What are they called? Wayne's that's something Mom? I don't fucking understand. <laughs> Say the Wade's brothers, the, <laughs> the Wright brothers. Um, what? Go ahead, buddy. What do you what, 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 what do you think you can top it? Okay, so for this Cheeto ad, this is the actual ad. I was just trying to fucking set it up. Uh-huh. They they decided that they're going to have Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis, married couple. Yeah. it's the, the scenario is Ashton Kutcher is trying to catch Mila Kunis eating these Cheetos. And it's all to this the tune of the hit Shaggy song, Wasn't Me. <laughs> right? So he's like, oh, I caught God. you. I caught you in the shower. And she's uh. like, it wasn't me. And she has Cheeto dust all over her face. And it's like, and Ashton Kutcher, I don't know if it's him singing or not, but it sounds so bad. Oh, and they'd be like, I even caught you on camera. Oh, like, my God. The shit. Oh, boy. And then halfway into the commercial, Shaggy is actually in the commercial. Yeah. Like, he's the one singing it. Oh, a very fucking old Shaggy. Hey, right. wearing a purple suit. And yeah. he's like. "We Jamal didn't know about Shaggy. It wasn't me. No. We had to. We told him about it on the podcast. Oh yeah, yeah that's I right. learned about that from you guys. And then, <laughs> and so it's like he's like finding Cheeto dust on the walls and stuff, and he's like trying yeah. to catch her eating Cheeto. It's it's the stupidest commercial. <laughs> man. It's so bad. <laughs> and then, uh, so th- that that's sort of the uh, ideas that companies had this year. That's Best a good one summary. coming from Oatly. There was a lot of advertisement for um, Bud Zero. Oh yeah, I thought that was interesting. No, zero percent alcohol. Yeah, Budweiser. but still, same great taste. I mean, they have oh. non-alcoholic beer, but they have like one brand. Yeah, it's you not know that like delicious Budweiser taste <laughs> that you're always seeking, yeah. but now you're right. sober. It's like <laughs> only one person makes non-alcoholic beer. No one else does that. Yeah, that's like. <laughs> I guess it's trending. What, it, what brand is that again? It's like oh, oh Rudy's. Or I can't like remember. Oh, Thank you. Odul, that's what it yeah. is. Yep, they uh, they're probably pretty upset that Budweiser. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. They're like, what the fuck? They're yeah, like, yeah. we've been fucking running this game for why 40 can't we years. all stay in our lanes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and now we're literally never gonna sell another beer again. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's too bad. There's probably some diehard o- o- Odulers no, out there. Th- no way. First of all, distribution it doesn't is get you be, hooked like the other stuff. Well, Budweiser has just—they're—they're—they've <laughs> already got the game. You know what I mean? Like they don't need to put anything in place. I feel 
Like, it, people already get deliveries from Budweiser. They now don't have to get another delivery from O'Doul's. People get deliveries from Budweiser? I'm talking trucks. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Like, to, to fill in their stores and right. stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how that shit works. Mm-hmm. I assume that you have to get all of this stuff anyway. <laughs> like, you're not just like, we stop selling them. Why not? Because I feel like a lot of that stuff just comes in a shipment, like on a pallet with other, like. It, they don't come all mixed. Have you seen the Coca-Cola trucks? No, I know. But I'm saying, like. There's probably a miscellaneous truck. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I, I, it's like when you see like all the different chip brands. I know there, there's probably only like three chip brands <laughs> and they're divvying it up. But like, I don't know. I don't yeah, know what I'm doesn't saying. doesn't matter. It's not interesting. So, <laughs> Oh, Duels is probably made by Coca-Cola. So it's, <laughs> it's probably fine. Oh, yeah. All right, Jamal, I'm throwing it to you. What do you got? I don't have a whole lot, buddy. I've not been doing anything all week. I've been fucking sleeping and watching movies, and that's about it. I've been trying to get over this cold. Word. Yeah, no, it's been a real busy week for me and not in like a podcast interesting way either. It's just been working mm. a lot and stuff. So, yeah, I was really hoping you yeah. were going to bring it. I'm glad that you're <laughs> sick. <laughs> But I'm glad you watched a lot. You've been you said you've been watching a lot of movies, or just been watching a couple. Well, I watched I watched four movies. Okay, all right. Do you want to start getting into it? Sure. Why not? All right. Let's give the people what they want. Uh, so I watched a movie. It's a movie that had been on my list for a, quite a while. Uh, it's an Ingmar Bergman film titled "Cries and Whispers." Okay. Why are you watching stuff like this, man? <laughs> <laughs> huh? <laughs> you have so much, so much homework. I know. This, I know. I don't know. I don't know. Especially, kid. I mean, huh? I was just gonna say, you're that kid who's like, does anything to avoid doing the task at hand. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm just gonna watch well, I, this. That's the thing. thing I'm is just like, gonna learn a whole new language before I watch this movie <laughs> that was recommended to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. Is like, I definitely feel that, and I have that exact thought when, every time I'm putting something on that isn't on the I must get some sort of sick kick out of it or something because <laughs> I definitely feel guilty every time. I'm like I should be watching what the fuck they told me to watch, but I should I be watching like right this now. Baby. <laughs> but I won't. Anyways, Cries and Whispers. I think it was made in the, the fucking a long ass time ago. I feel like it came out in the eighties, but it seems like something that would have come out in the sixties, just like I don't know. Have you ever seen any of Ingmar Bergman's stuff? Um, Either of you? I don't think so. No, but we watched. What's have you seen? Daughter uh, Persona or whatever the fuck the no. Woody Allen movie. What's the Woody Allen movie that's inspired by Ingmar Bergman? He has two: Blue Jasmine and I can't think of the name of the other. Or maybe one. no, that maybe that's Tennessee Williams. I'm thinking of. Hmm. I'm thinking Ingmar... of one. Yeah, yeah, no, he's where the mom walks in the water. Oh yeah, that is that is trying to be Ingmar Bergman. Mm-hmm. That's um, interiors. Yes. Well, he loves Ingmar Bergman. I mean, when I rewatched Manhattan, he talks a lot about Ingmar Bergman in that movie. Yeah, that's what Morgan's saying. How much his character loves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's um, cries and whispers is uh, not very good. Oh, no. I, I did not like it. I mean, it's it's fine. It's visually kind of cool. But, like, the story is about this lady and her two sisters and then, like, their, like, servant, all women that live in this. They're they're living in their, like, childhood home together as she 
the main character she's like dying she's like slowly dying and her sisters are taking care of her and then you find out you know he the, the relationships they're in like the, how much like one of them really hates both of them and then the other one really loves both of them but like all the, all this shit and it, it's just not it fucking that interesting so it's boring yeah it's pretty boring and I watched a movie called uh, True Romance. Oh, nice. Well, you seen this movie? Watch that. that. I actually think that movie's a little overrated from my memory. I mean, it's written by Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, not directed. It's like, but I feel like it's probably one of his first, I don't know if it's his first, uh, first <laughs> screenplay, but it's his, <laughs> um, uh, definitely an early screenplay of his. Yeah, I mean, Christian Slater is, <laughs> I mean, I fucking do not like Christian Slater. He's, he's kind of sucks, right? you know. He kind of fucking sucks. I remember watching the pilot for Mr. Robot back when that first dropped, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this is like, okay. And then I think it's at the end of the first episode that Christian Slater shows up as like some man on the inside <laughs> of this like underground anonymous type movement thing or whatever. And then I just immediately was like, fuck <laughs> this, fu- this, fuck this show. You, I don't know. I'm not even going to, you didn't finish the first season. No, I, that's, I only watched oh, if you were to finish up until the, the point where season, Christian Slater shows up, you would have seen Christian Slater reveal that he's actually, um, psycho Mr. Robots dead dad. And Mr. Robot's just picturing him. <laughs> it's a Fight Club ending. It's a it's the same exact ending as Fight Club. Is it really? Christian Slater is his fucking dad. Are you fucking with me? I'm not kidding. Oh well, I don't give a fuck. That's that's gay. But like, Christian Slater fucking sucks. Yeah, he sucks. Yeah. <laughs> you ever seen Broken Arrow starring Christian Slater and John Travolta? <laughs> Fuck, John Travolta too. But see, Christian Slater. I'm trying to think of a single movie that I would put in like my top 100 that has him in it. Wow. And I don't think. I'm trying to think of like what's his best movie, and I can't think of any movie that I would be like, oh, that's a good movie. Maybe not because of him, but you know, like Ray Liotta's in Goodfellas, <laughs> at sure, least. Sure. John Travolta's right, in Pulp right. Fiction. Like, does Christian Slater have any of that shit? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I don't, I, I mean, I would doubt it. It's not true romance is what you're like, saying. Like, uh, is he in, is he in, uh, he's in Heathers, yeah? Yes. And I, and I don't really like Heathers that much overall. I've never seen Heathers. I saw it when I was a kid. Like, I remember thinking it was okay when I first saw it, and then, like, I rewatched it, and I was like, this is, like, fairly meh, you know? Winona, Winona Ryder. She's overrated, too. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. They got her to reprise her role for that Timothy Chalamet Edward Scissorhands commercial. Nice. But they got oh really for some reason <laughs> they, didn't get, they didn't get they didn't get Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. <laughs> it is so they get the next best thing. The next best, yeah, yeah. So yeah, True Romance is pretty pretty. Who gives a fuck? Um, and then and then I watched a movie called um, <laughs> I watched a movie called Synchronic. Okay. Okay. This is this is this your fucking porno of the week? You always have a porn <laughs> that you watch. This is the this is the porn. You of watched the week. like a movie called Naked and then a movie called <laughs> Girl Crotch or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, Cries and Whispers was my porn of the week for sure. <laughs> but Synchronic is a, it was written and directed by this I uh this these independent filmmakers uh, they made a movie called The Endless. I don't know if you ever saw The Endless. Yeah, that's that one about the fucking, uh, there's like a boundary, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 
What? Yeah. Have I seen this? Yeah, you've seen it. A you, boundary? There's like a boundary, and if you walk across the boundary, then you're like, it's like a loop or something. I can't remember what, oh, the, what the thing was. Yeah, was. and it's like there's like a cult surrounding this yeah. boundary yeah. thing. It's like force field, but it's like a super low budget. Yeah. Oh, movie. yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I mean, it's not great. No. And I didn't know that it was made by them until uh, after I had finished it. But this movie stars, uh, what's his face? Fucking uh, Eagle's Wings from fucking <laughs> The Avengers. What's his fucking name? Oh, Anthony Mackie? Anthony Mackie. Anyways, this movie fucking kind of fucking blows. <laughs> this is what you deserve. You're going to watch a fucking week off I know, recommendation I know, of a bunch of garbage. I know. When we have, what, what are your standing recommendations? The Hurt Locker. What else? Um, the professional. Yeah. The professional. I can't remember. Oh, oh, you gone baby gone. List. Gone baby gone. Oh my god. I do have a there's list. There's so much fucking heat that you're not watching. <laughs> it's upsetting. Uh yeah. Okay. Uh, this week I promise. Jesus I promise. Christ. No more bullshit. No more bullshit, I promise. Um but anyways, the endless is about I mean not the endless, <laughs> a synchronic is about. And the reason I watched it is because in the in the description I've been doing a lot of research and and uh, for this I have I have a movie script idea I've been working on for a long time, and anytime I get a whiff of like an, a movie that may contain an element that I've of something that I feel like is unique to my script, I immediately want to watch it just to see whether it's good going to be good or bad. I want to see if it's you know right if what I'm doing is spoiled been your work. done already yeah <laughs> exactly and like. Do I need to find a new angle because it's already been yeah. done? I've I've ditched entire projects due to that same <laughs> scenario. Exactly. So so that that is why. But it's about this fucking uh, Anthony Mackie and then his friend are like they're they're they're, they're good buds and they both work together as like what do you call it? They're they're paramedics and uh, they keep uh, getting these calls to like different places like to attend to these injured people and they keep finding traces of this like drug on the streets that's like it's it's actually it's actually being sold in like smoke shops and shit it's like technically not illegal but it's been like an engineered it's like a fake dmt basically yeah it's like (laughs) based on the idea of like salvia and so like you don't think it keeps sniffing into them i know (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm sick. I'm, what do you want from me? And um, I'm sorry. I'm gonna get a big one. Um, a big one. You get a big one. <laughs> so what this thing does is that uh, it's a, it's a time travel drug, really. It like fucks oh. with your brain and it allows you to fucking that the dope. person to wherever you're standing. Like it has to do, it just messes with, messes with the fourth dimension, the way your brain perceives time. And so like, you'll actually fucking disappear depending on specific to the location where you're standing. Oh, it's like a recursion, a that book I read. It fucking, it's the DMT dump that does the whole time travel in your brain. There you go. Yeah. It's like that. Let me just say, first of all, that this movie does not step on my script idea at all. So that was nice. Um, but also that, that this movie is not good. There's like a lot of like the dialogue is bad and like like Anthony Mackie is like like they're they have this guy in the back of a fucking you know in the back of the ambulance and he dies and you know while they're just driving him to the hospital. 
and Anthony Mackie and his buddy are sitting back there or whatever, and his buddy's like, you gonna, you know, you gonna give him your, uh, your, uh, your spiel, your sermon, you know? <laughs> and Anthony Mackie's like, sure. And he goes into this, he launches, I can't even do the whole fucking thing, but he basically launches into this whole thing of like, you know, well, when the physicist Einstein, you know, when his, his, uh, his friend's wife died or whatever. You know, and you know the story I'm talking about where like Albert Einstein just says that fucking shit about, you know, as a physicist, we know that the, what we call time is just a persistent illusion. And it's just like the fact that his character just automatically has all this like background in physics, but he's a fucking paramedic is just so retarded. And that he's the, the perfect one to, to do this time travel shit because he ends up having to take synchronic because uh, the, his friend's daughter disappears because she tries it, but he's the perfect one to do it because he has a brain tumor and the specific brain tumor that he has fucks with the part of the brain yeah, that I allows him. I hate this movie. I don't, it's just fucking, it's so retarded. The whole thing is like just fucking duct tape together. And the acting's bad, and no, yeah, it, it's it's a piece of shit. And then I also watched. You guys ever seen the show Euphoria? No, I know what it is though on HBO, starring Zendaya. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've never seen in anything. You've never seen her in anything, is that? What you said? Yeah, but I know who she is only no. because I just recently saw uh, a trailer for a new Netflix movie <clears throat> starring her and John David Washington. And oh yeah, yeah that's gonna be not very good called like malcolm in, um, in the middle or something where they're like <laughs> going head to head as like a love it's like it's like this isn't a love story it's a story about love and they're like having a, a marital tiff or oh something. is it like love and basketball no it's all takes place in one night in black and white mm. and it's just them arguing i mean sounds fun i could see a movie being fun that's like i mean that's kind of what fucking before midnight is but yeah but but it's uh i don't know it just seems a little i I don't know it could be good but i'm not a fan of john david washington i've never seen zendaya in anything i don't even know is she a singer why does she have one name singer i feel like that's gotta be why but i don't know but anyways euphoria euphoria so they they released um uh, uh they haven't done their second season yet but this is like they did a part one and part two of like a this a special, like post season one special thing. Okay. Ba- and That's each odd. one base is based around two of the main characters. The first one is Zen- Zendaya, Zendaya, and uh, and then her love interest is the second episode. And they're both like fine. There's parts of it, the parts of it that are really well done. I mean, the first one with Zendaya is about it's like some this is like some Malcolm in the Middle shit. Malcolm and Malcolm and and Ma Rainey's Black Bottom shit because like she, the whole episode is basically her sitting at a diner talking with like her sponsor. That's all. Uh, so it's it's very uh, much one setting, one evening sort of thing. And it's and it's it's directed by the same guy, Sam Levinson, who he does Euphoria and he also does he also did this new movie that you're talking about. Yeah, but it's fine. I mean, it's fine. I think I don't know. Better than Wakefield. I'm worried about, but how is she as an actress? I've never seen her. Yes. Like, what's your take on her as an actress? Because she seems to be blowing. Um, up, I think. So. I think she's. Yeah. I mean, I think I don't know. 
I don't think she meets the hype necessarily, but I mean, I think she's fine. Is she Aquafina good? Decent. Mm, <laughs> Aquafina. Aquafina good. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Aquafina's good, you know, but she's. I mean, Aquafina's also not like incredible, right? Yet. <laughs> <laughs> True. Um, word. And so that was the fourth movie you watched was fucking Euphoria. No, the other it's yeah, the Euphoria part one and two. Oh yeah. Oh, you consider that a movie? Yeah, they're each like an hour long. Yep. Okay. It's fucking episodes of TV shows that are hour hour and a half long and shit. You don't call them movies. Yeah, but it's a special and it's like two sides of the same coin, you know. And that shit shows up at the Emmys, sort of not the Oscars. In, they're happening in bar- in like parallel and shit, you know. Feels like a movie. Let him call day. it a movie. Anyways. It's not a movie. Let him call it a movie. She's not going to get nominated. It's not a movie, but I mean, I, I didn't feel like split. I didn't feel like splitting him up. It's not up to you. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Christ's sake, man. Moving on. So that's all the shit you watched. We watched. Five. Uh, five movies. A top five. And this, this top nice. five list, let me tell you, I'm going to make a little game out of it for you, Jamal. Okay? Okay. Three of the movies that I wanted to watch um, feature the acting stylings of Steve Zahn. Okay? <laughs> and, and okay. this, okay, oh, all week Jordan's like, we got to watch the Zahn 3. We got to watch the, the Zahn, Zahn 3. three. <laughs> and I'm like, why? Like literally out of fucking nowhere. And I'm like, what? Like, what got this idea into your head? Like, why are we doing this? No information provided to me throughout yeah. the week. Yeah. Zero. So. Right. Well, okay. well, you want me to break it down for you right yeah, now? Yeah, I would love to. I've been asking every day. Here's why we <laughs> Here's why we just. Here's why <laughs> we had to watch the Zon three. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Steve Zahn, um, I think is a talented actor. I think he's very versatile. Uh-huh. I, I, I enjoy him and what he does. And uh, these are three movies of his that I've never seen. Okay. And when you've seen as many movies as I have, <laughs> you have to just come up with bullshit excuses, yeah. little weird things. Like, okay. how how can I convince myself to watch these movies or to even, like, group them together? Yeah. Because, like, any one of these yeah. movies, I probably would just, like, uh. But if I make it, like, a, a theme. Sure. Now it's, like, now we have to no, watch I gotcha. these three. That's a good explanation. Yeah. I like it. Okay. So I picked these these Zon three, okay, and then something miraculous happened, and with the five, so three out of the five are Zon, but three out of the five are also Chloe Sevigny. Sevigny. Chloe Sevigny. Now, now it's an unintentional Chloe, is yeah. what it is, because she just happened to wow. be in these movies, right? So we have a, a Zon three and a and a Chloe three, but but. but they're not all the same three. Oh yeah, which is they're not a, all the same. a seven three. They overlap. I will, will say that. Yeah. So there's they have to right, but, but uh, mathematically, yeah. But yeah, three and three, and um, I just want you, Jamal. You have to now point out. I'm assuming you know who Steve Zahn and Chloe Sevigny are. I know who Chloe Sevigny is. I have to look up who Steve. Oh, okay, is. but be careful when you look them up because I don't want to give away what movie. I, I, like. How do we do this? Okay, I'm gonna cover up half of my phone. Jordan here. will send a photo of Steve Zahn to Yeah, the just don't chat. look. Okay, you're gonna send me a photo? I'll send you a photo of Steve Zahn. You know exactly who he is. 
he's one of the guys from uh, Saving Silverman was the first movie I saw him, and he's the fucking Broden, the pest control guy. So anybody listening right now, if you've watched any movies in your entire life, you know who Steve's on, and you know who Chloe Sevigny are. You know who both of them are. You've seen them. You've had to have. Oh, yeah, for sure. Word. I know this guy. All right. So, so he's a... Uh, <laughs> the first thing I thought of was uh, he plays a fucking weirdo in Daddy Daycare. <laughs> <laughs> he's been in that's the, he's been in a ton. he's like been obsessed in every with Star single Trek. genre of, of fucking movie. Yeah, he's, he does he does it all. Wow. He does comedic acting. He does really dramatic. He's so good in um, Rescue Dawn with Christian yes. Bale. He's so good in that movie. He's so good in um, he's even good like in his quieter performances, like in um, what we just saw, Uncle Frank. He plays. His oh, brother, yeah, who is you know a little bigoted, a little homophobic. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's just he's good in everything. He's a fucking character actor that slots in well with most yeah. things. Interesting, I like it. All right, so now we're gonna get into Morgan ranking these as we do. Wait, what? Starting from the bottom. And what do I have to do again? When she's gonna say the movie, and then it's up to you to tell us if this is one of the movies that features Zahn, Chloe, or both. Or, n- okay. or, or neither. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and we've told we told you that you're gonna. It's at, by the end of the list when all is said and done, there will be three of each. <laughs> okay. That's so weird. Okay. Number five, Joyride. <laughs> this all is right. a movie about Jamal, Jamal needs to guess. <laughs> okay. I don't even get to know anything about the movie. Okay, but the thing is, when we start talking about the movie, I don't. I kind of have to like talk about. You don't the, have to watch your words. Yeah, because yeah, like what fair. the characters are in, who are in it. And so. Um, just based off the title alone. Okay, I, I'll give you a little bit. I guess I can give you a little bit. Give me a brief synopsis. Okay. Well, I'll tell you that this movie stars. I'm not going to give you all the stars. I can't give you all the stars. Okay. Okay. But okay. starring, I'll give you a few of the stars of the movie just to give you a little bit of a rem- <laughs> a little bit of like a taste of what the feel of the movie. This is a. Okay. What would you call it? A thriller? Yes. A suspenseful thriller starring Paul Walker. <laughs> um, okay. Going on a little bit of a, of a joy ride to. See, but now it, like, like I thrust. can't talk about the movie because you're already doing like a little synopsis. I, I won't go any further. Okay. Than that. That's yeah. as much as I'm giving. Okay. So I'll guess that it is neither. Incorrect. Incorrect. Are you going to tell me incorrect right off the bat? Oh. I don't, well, how, how do we do this? Ah, shit. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, it does leave the, the fifth movie like wide open for him to easily guess because we tell him along the way. I mean, I feel, like I, you'd, I feel like I would appreciate it because I feel like... Well, we have to talk about no the movie, way. so <laughs> I, I will tell you along the way. Go ahead. It's just this little side game that doesn't okay. make any difference, but <laughs> it does determine how many points you get. Yeah. And however many points you it get... Does. That's how many tokens you can cash in to watch a movie that's not on your recommendations list. <laughs> that's a pretty good deal. So far, you have zero. Okay, I'll just not tell you about them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you have nothing to talk about on the podcast. About... That's true. Oh, okay. my God. Okay. Okay, go ahead. So this movie is about Paul Walker pretending to be a woman on a radio. <laughs> okay, but... He picks up first. He has to picks up his brother. Yeah, played by Steve, Steve Zahn. Zahn. <laughs> <laughs> ah, from jail. So he picks him up from jail, and he's gonna go visit his friend. His friend who he wants to bone. Yeah, female friend. Yeah, 
and she needs to she needs to make a trip to the east coast he's on the west coast she's currently in boulder mm-hmm. colorado and so he's he's got to drive there pick her up and then drive there on the way picks up his brother from prison and his brother installs a uh fucking what do you call it a little radio t- little channels ham radio thing and in, into the car mm-hmm. like what truckers use yep installs one of those yep go paul walker <laughs> Um, at the persistence of his brother pretends to be a female over the radio and like get some dude riled up. And it turns out that the dude is just a psychopathic murderer. Um, and he just goes around murdering. Ripping by ripping their jaws clean off. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. and for some reason it's very important that he find, Paul Walker. For playing this joke on him. Yeah, it's very upsetting to him. Yeah. Well, Paul Walker goes by... Candy Kane. Hey, this is Candy Kane. Yeah. And, oh, buddy. (laughs) He's like, he's constantly going on the radio. Candy Kane. (laughs) Candy Kane. (laughs) It's fucking whack. He goes by Rusty Nails, the murder. (laughs) And they've made they've since oh, they've okay. since made a series about him. There's been Joyride two and three. <laughs> oh my god! Featuring Rusty Nails. He's he uh, the twist ending at the end of the first one is that he is they they think he's dead, but he's not dead. It's it's like it's supposed to be in the same vein of like a fucking Jason or movie right. or whatever. I mean, it's not as gory as that, and but it's like he's like you know a monster basically. Right. Mm. And I I will say that Steve Zahn is the best thing about this movie. <laughs> He's always a little bit fun to watch, at least. But holy fuck, it's is this movie bad. so bad? It's it sucks. Good. It's terrible. Paul Walker is so bad in it. <laughs> I mean, I've never thought he was good. For some reason, he dies, and then everybody thinks that he's fucking a good actor. A candle in the wind is how one <laughs> person put it in this review. I, I, I have some audience reviews if you guys want. I would love to hear audience hear reviews. Oh my god! Here we go. A creepy thriller with genuinely scary moments, bolstered by a great cast and amazing dialogue. Wow. Three stars. Okay. From this guy. Okay, next. <laughs> Fun, ridiculous, thrilling, awesome, low-budget B-movie teen whore, noticeably 1990s, 2000s era, it is, <laughs> with baggy jeans in full effect and bursts of a Dawson's Creek-style soundtrack on a couple of occasions. How many stars? Three and a half. <laughs> Next up, it was okay. I enjoyed it. The plot was a bit absurd and campy, but it was pretty predictable. <laughs> what? <laughs> the cast was good and had good chemistry. Wasn't really a horror movie. Three stars. Oh. Well, okay. Yeah, I like that. What was it? The plot was a bit absurd and campy, but, but predictable. It was pretty predictable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh... A solid thriller from John Dahl, as <laughs> the director. Roll Dahl. Mm. Walker, A Candle in the Wind, and Zahn oh, is no. probably the most versatile actor of his generation. Oh, wow. I don't, I don't disagree. <laughs> three stars. <laughs> wow, it's a lot of three stars. It's all three, except for these next two. Oh, okay. This next one, it's a good movie to watch. Four stars. Nice. Okay. It's short and, short and simple. And then it's a good movie to watch, <laughs> yeah. as opposed to what snort. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Here we go. Great directing, decent script, lots of fun. Three and a half stars. I guess I didn't. I thought I took a screenshot of the one that was like, oh wait, maybe that was no, that was for a different movie. Maybe 
I don't want to say it now because I might give away a future okay. movie that we're about to say. But basically, the review is along the lines of like, this script could feel a little like a screenplay at times. Was was their yeah. <laughs> was oh, their critique? Oh yeah, <laughs> I remember now. <laughs> Holy doesn't shit. know what they're talking that's about. So fucking funny. Yeah. Oh my god, that's hilarious. Yeah, terrible movie. Not good. Don't recommend it. Um, number four. So. I think you will disagree with what goes in this slot, and I kind of do. It's funny because I you think you disagree with it too. Yeah, because there's here's the thing: is I think <laughs> I think what I put here is it's you know three and four. Like I think three is actually a worse movie, like technically, mm-hmm. but as far as like enjoying watching it even though it was not good. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it was, like, a little bit easier to watch. Um, I don't know what you're saying, only because... I, I know... Ex- let me see. I know exactly what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. I know exactly what's about to come. <laughs> um, I don't think... I don't agree. The rest of the, these movies, I think, are good movies. I don't think any of them are bad. Okay. So, I will say that. Number four, Lean on Pete. Yeah. So... I agree with your placement. Okay, good. Lean on Pete has Zahn in it. Incorrect. <laughs> it does. Fuck. It does have Zahn in it. But it also has ah. Seven Years. Both of them are in it. Oh, <laughs> this is fucking <laughs> bullshit. Accidental Seven Years is what this is <laughs> right. because I definitely, mm. not only is it an accidental Seven, seven Years, this movie itself feels like an accidental into the wild. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, what? So, God, man, this movie... It's it's a de- depressing. It's movie. really depressing Ooh. and um like not fun to watch either. It was kind of fun when Steve Buscemi was there. I, That's I, what I, I was really going to say. So like it had a promising start. You know uh, he he's, got, I mean it's a sad movie already. Like his mom is clearly out of the picture and his dad is not a parent and they live his in dad squalor. Dad played by Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's weird. His dad is the we- so weird in this movie. I don't get it. Well, he's fucking drugged. At- he's fucking yeah, zapped out of his mind. But the way he plays, like he looks like Zach Galifianakis for some reason. But he and he's sort of playing like quirky. Yeah. But he's like a drunk dad yeah. sort of guy. Like you would expect him to be like the kind of dad who beats his kid. Yes. But he's pl- but he's the way he's acting is very like charactery. Mm-hmm. And I feel I just I don't know. It felt like a weird choice. For that actor. Like, I felt like he just really wanted to be remembered because yeah. it was his first role or something. Yeah. And he's really hamming it up. And it kind of took me out of it a little bit. I just feel like I understand they're trying to make him like a character, like not just your typical mm-hmm. beat down dad. Right. Which he doesn't beat his kid, but he, you get those vibes. Well, it, he's a he, bad it, father. Yes. But. He doesn't feed or care for his child. Yeah. He neglects him. <laughs> The, um, the child in question is 15 in the movie. Well, yeah, but you get the sense okay. that this is not new. Right. This kid is a sad kid who looks... Well, it didn't happen on his 15th birthday. Morgan pointed this out. Yeah. This kid is uh, a dead ringer for Chase. <laughs> yeah, for <laughs> he sure. He looks just like him. <laughs> oh, our nephew? Yeah. Oh, huh. Look him up. What's the movie called again? Lean on Pete. So Pete is the name of a horse. Lean no, Lean on Pete is the name of the horse. Right. The full title. Yeah. The name of the horse is Lean On Yeah, it's a racehorse. You know it's a racehorse. Yeah, have those they have names. weird names. 
Okay. Nope. Which here's a funny, here's another funny quip that Morgan had. The movie's <laughs> called Lead on Pete. It's about a horse. I thought the boy's name was going to be Pete. And then Morgan goes, <laughs> oh, horse and Pete <laughs> for the title of the movie. And then Steve Buscemi shows up on screen. I had no idea he was in it. Yeah. So that just made it, it perfect. It made Jordan laugh really hard, which made me, it really made my entire week and I was no longer upset about the Zon 3. <laughs> <laughs> yeah this movie anyway so like yeah. his dad ends up dying and he goes on this search for his aunt who's in wyoming who he was close to when he was young who i thought for sure he would get there and she was gonna be like no you can't stay with me no happy like ending. i was just ready so ready for that you know like i'm like oh my god or no, I thought she was gonna be like, yeah, of course you can stay with me. And then something to do with the police and like leg- oh, legally he w- yeah. wouldn't be allowed or something. So he did get to stay with her, but it's like still this very, um, it's just sad and not light ever. There was a couple mo- like scenes in this movie where I was like, holy shit. The fucking horse dies by getting hit by a goddamn car in the middle it of the night. It looks real as fuck. Like the yeah. show it is crazy. It's so sad. <laughs> and then... Steve Zahn is in this movie and he fucking he plays the fucking psycho homeless guy and the fucking oh, yeah. kid hits him in the head with a with tire, tire iron. iron. Pr- could have murdered this person. Oh yeah. Like, I mean, people die. <laughs> but dude, he stole his money. What is he gonna do? Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so this kid basically he runs away from home after his dad dies, and then it's like he, with, he takes with the, the horse. horse. He takes the horse. It looks exactly like Chase, Thank by you. the way. Yeah. Morgan nailed it. Yeah, agreed. And then yeah, so basically he's now on this adventure, but it's a sad venture. Mm-hmm. It's not It's not a fucking by choice. He's on the run and he's hungry a lot. So it's a, <laughs> it's an accidental into the wild. It's a no joy ride is what mm. it is. <laughs> no fun ah. at all. <laughs> and uh, oh, the ending though, after he gets happily with his, sorry to spoil it, but I don't really think anyone's going to watch no. it. I don't give a shit. Ends with a white, folksy, melancholy version of Wor- The World's Greatest by <laughs> R. Kelly. <laughs> I don't know if you know that song. Yeah, I made no. it. I'm the world's greatest. I'm that mountain peak up high. I'm that valley way down low. I don't know how the lyrics, but that's how it goes. Yeah, I made it. Oh. I'm the world's greatest. It's a beautiful song, but they had this fun. They had this fun rendition of it. I just thought it was funny. Like this movie came out, yeah, pretty yeah. recent that they would choose an R. Kelly song to cover. Yeah, <laughs> they're trying to rebrand all well, of you his know, music. They're trying, they're trying to re exactly. Yeah, they're like, we still want these songs. To music but itself. Let's wide it up. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, that is lean on Pete. Lean on Pete. Horse and Pete. So far, I agree with Morgan's rankings, and I agree with her next pick. I know exactly what's coming next. Yeah, you you must. Yeah. Number three is Shattered Glass. Shattered Glass. Shattered Glass. This is about Wait. One oh. of the one of the <laughs> actors in this was uh Chloe was in this one, bruh. Wait, so just do some math. Okay. We have two Yeah. What do we have so far? We have two Zons. We only did two, right? We've done two movies, and so far we have two Zons and one Chloe. Yeah. Okay. And there's three Chloe's, right? Yes. So you're going, so what's your guess? Sorry, I didn't hear your guess. I guessed Chloe. Okay. <laughs> it's Chloe and Zahn. <laughs> Fuck. We have okay? hit all three Zahns, everybody. All right. You have earned zero tokens. <laughs> zero tokens. 
Yeah, but I'm about to get two tokens, so go fuck yourself. Yeah. Shattered Glass is about a journalist, a young journalist turned editor, like the youngest ever or something. Played by Hayden Christensen. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Who writes for the uh, the New Republic magazine. Is it a true story? Yeah, true story. And I mean, essentially, right, it comes to light that he has fabricated some facts of a story. Well, they start looking into it deeper, and he has fabricated 27 of the 41 articles. That's the end of the movie, though. Right. You're spoiling <laughs> Well, of course. I okay. mean, that's what I'm doing. Uh, sorry. Well, this one, I actually I, I actually really enjoyed this movie. I did, too. I thought it was good. Yeah. And so I don't know. i just not sure when it comes to good movies whether or not I'm going to dive into the spoiler. Oh, I apologize. It's okay. No one will probably watch it. But, um, yeah, I guess it's a true story, so it doesn't matter. I mean, the whole movie is about this reporter mm-hmm. becoming disgraced but i mean career best performance from hayden christensen playing I'm sorry are you mad at me yeah <laughs> he's fucking he's he's a psychopath <laughs> he's so crazy he's, he's a, a very something's very wrong well he's a pathological liar mm-hmm. who yeah is making up shit like you, you i wish they would have gone like to his house Same. to see what his home was like yeah because like this guy's mm. fucking out of his mind with his level of like playing politics in the office like yeah. super nice to everybody and like doing little little favors and like commenting like on their clothes and stuff just to like and like remembering details about them yeah. and, like like everyone loves him he doesn't come across as like you know what i mean like you understand why everyone likes him right because he's he's like the personable guy but he does it does feel like a forced Scary. personalism yeah <laughs> and but it's like he must just go home and just sit and think of schemes because he doesn't go out and do any journalism, but he comes up with these elaborate things that are happening yeah. and telling them to the mm-hmm. to the board, like to pitch what he should cover uh-huh. in, in next week's issue. And they're and they're just blown away by these stories because they're just highly detailed. Mm-hmm. And he gives all this stuff, and then he turns in the story, and um, it's all bullshit. It's all fucking made up and bullshit. <laughs> and so and he gets away with it for such a long time until Steve Zahn's character mm-hmm. in the movie, who writes for Forbes magazine, reads one of his articles, and he's like. What the fuck is this? Well, because like, there it was like a hacker <laughs> article, and they're a tech. He w- worked for like a yeah. Tech he's like, department. how come I didn't hear about any of this? Yeah, and so he looks into it, and he starts trying to reach these people that he's talking about in the article, mm. and he can't reach anybody, and so ooh, and the yeah. level of like, oh shit, you're getting caught. Like the feeling, like the Hayden Christensen <laughs> panic, I feel like is so relatable. But he he's so good at spinning it into like. Oh, he already has like second, third, and fourth lies lined up to explain away. Right, but what then once think... they get past like two right. and three, it gets real. It gets real right. touchy. I, I I like this movie because it's one. It's short. It's like ninety yeah. minutes, and so once the thread starts unraveling, like I feel like most movies, it would like get way out of hand. Like he would like if this was like a TV series, it would go on for forever. He would somehow dexter his way sure. out of out of the corner but no yeah. he starts he's just lying more and and it snowballs yeah and it's like instead of like them just being like him getting away with lying that like they just follow up on what he says and they're like dude this is still not true yeah and they're like it's slowly picking <laughs> him apart and he's like come on guys and like i just was under a lot of pressure and like and they're like you're fired, dude. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. It's just, it's it's a pretty intense. And he does, I mean, he feels like Anakin Skywalker unraveling in Star Wars. 
What does that mean? <laughs> he plays Anakin Skywalker in Star Wars. And you could see the same acting, oh. I feel, lined okay. up. But he's fun to watch in it because of just how fucking crazy he is. But I also think oh, <laughs> like most of the people, Chloe Sevigny is good. I think Hank Azaria is really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good movie. I liked it. Uh, we watched it on a IMDb free TV with, with ads. With fucking ads. <laughs> the only place I could find God it. God damn. Uh, but I had to get that zone I'm glad. Through. I'm glad we watched it, though. It was, it was, it was good. Yeah. Uh, number two, The Social Network. The Social Network. What's your guess, Jamal? <laughs> this is... Um, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, fuck. I've actually seen this one, and I always... You've seen either it? either a, a clo or a no. The Social Network? Yeah, no, I'm, jo- I'm joking, of course. Ah, you fuck. But I'm trying to remember if there's a clo or a no in this. If she's in it, she's not a prominent character. What's your guess? I'm going to say... God damn it. I'm going to say no. Nice. Token earned. Fuck yeah. <laughs> what are you gonna, was, what movie scary. are you going to watch with your token, bitch? <laughs> oh, I'm going to have two tokens, bitch. Yeah, two yeah, tokens. Yeah, but I'm Okay. One. You have zero good movies that you're going to watch that are better than the ones that are recommended. But all right. But uh, they're all mine. <laughs> I mean, I feel like everyone has seen The Social Network. I would be really shocked if no one knows what I'm talking about right now. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so this is the f- this is a dope movie. The Facebook movie, as people like to call it. Yeah. I, I mean, this movie's great. I think it's, it's yeah. one of the best of the decade. Um, one of David Fincher's best. Yeah, it's excellent. A lot of people give it a criticism for its Sorkinisms. It's high. It's very high in the Sorkinism, quippy di- dialogue. Um, I like most of it. Some of it is the war- it is warranted the criticism, but uh, for the most part, I just the movie's so fast paced and the music is fucking great. Yeah, and it just it, it's the way they're te- that this story is being told in an obviously untrue way like this isn't actually how it went down but <laughs> but i don't give a fuck mm-hmm. like it's so entertaining the way that david fincher yeah. is able to fucking just breakneck speed this story about a fucking nerd into like this sexy fucking mm-hmm. fast-paced dope bio biopic sort yeah. of movie and uh i think it's i think it's dope and I think that's all I can really say. Agreed. About <laughs> Number one, Zodiac. Obby. Zodiac. Um, Wait, Chloe. Jam- <laughs> all right, Jamal, you get two tokens total. Yeah. So Zodiac, I mean, I've seen multiple times. Uh, also, David Fincher. Also, excellent. So good. Jake, Jake Jesus, perfection. Jake Jesus. As per usual. He's so good. Uh, I feel like, ooh, I need a new mic. Uh, I feel like everything about this movie is fun to, is entertaining. I love uh, Robert Downey Jr. in this movie. He's Iron Man. <laughs> it works, I think it works better in this movie. <laughs> but I, mm-hmm. he's playing the same character. Okay. He's like the okay. fucking, I mean, the character yeah. goes downhill mm-hmm. when, you know later in the movie but right. he's still the fast talking fucking interesting, clever yeah. interesting guy it's like there's robert dowdy jr <laughs> mark ruffalo's great though. mark ruffalo's great it's a great this is an interesting story it's 
murder related, so I'm in. Yeah. You know? No, it's told very interestingly. Um, I think it's probably David Fincher's prettiest movie. Like, it actually shot very well. Like, the colors are vibrant. Like, most David Fincher movies are very green, Mm -hmm. which I kind of like that look that he has. It looks like a David Fincher movie. But this one feels the least green and the most... It almost feels like the look changes depending on which character you're following. Mm, interesting. Like it, you sort of pick up their vibe. Their vibe of the movie. Like things get a little paranoid and shut in when you're with J- Jake Gyllenhaal. And uh, I don't know, things are a little more colorful when Robert Downey Jr. is on the screen a little earlier. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a fucking great movie. It's excellent. Mm-hmm. I think I would have to swap I put Social Network at number one. That's crazy to me. It's not crazy. <laughs> Zodiac beats Social Network in a few categories. I think that the acting is better mm-hmm. in Zodiac. I think that it's it's probably even a better screenplay. Mm-hmm. It's it looks better, but social the social network. I think the music is better in the Social Network. Okay, that doesn't necessarily make it better, but overall, but I think. The Social Network as a movie is so fucking fast-paced and it's a contained story that's like like sure. here it's in your face and it's fucking like it's rapid fire fucking scene after scene there's no lulls it's just woof, woof. yeah whereas zodiac i mean it's intentional but it's that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be like in my fucking highly re- rewatchable sort of movies mm-hmm. Whereas I feel like Social Network is more rewatchable. I don't know. Zodiac is great. So it's hard to really pit the two up against each yeah. other. I, just feel I like prefer so- Zodiac, but I, I, it's not, I, I see what you're saying. I just feel like the Social Network is a more, I don't know. It's okay. Interesting <laughs> movie. The subject matter is crazier. I, I, I just like the way the it unfolds. The subject matter is crazier? <laughs> what are you talking about? It's crazier, <laughs> but it's not killer? as criminally insane. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. I mean, it's crazy. And like the story of like this kid creating something that then becomes the most famous thing in the entire world. Right. It's insane. Yeah. And the Zodiac, he is literally insane. Mm-hmm. But the story itself is like dull and like the process of like trying to get him is like maddening in how frustrating that they can't catch this guy. Yeah. And so it's more the beauty of the, of Zodiac is in the, the fucking them being lost right. and not being able to catch this guy, even though at times they're like, we know for sure it's him, mm-hmm. but they can't do anything about it. But, um, yeah, I, they both have their strengths. <laughs> What about you, Jamal? What's, Bro, which one do you prefer? I think Zodiac. I like Zodiac better, but I really like the social, the social network a lot. Yeah, I mean, Zodiac is probably... I mean, you could probably say Zodiac is the better movie. It's the better movie. Mm-hmm. But if I were to, like, rank, like, like my favorite movies, I would just... I picture the social network being higher up. And that's okay. Uh, like, just because, of, like, of, <laughs> of the time and, like, of the whatever. Like, mm-hmm. it just feels more like a... I don't know. I'd have to collect my thoughts and get back sure. to you guys on why I feel. Because I know, okay. I know what you're saying, but um, yeah, I just feel I do, I feel the opposite. Like if I were to say my fa- like my favorite movies, I would still put Zodiac before social. And I like the social. Obviously, it's my number two. Yeah. Right, but you were sleeping a lot during the movie. 
Jordan, I've seen the movie. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> also, you were doing your it's interrupting gonna happen. You shit guys are gonna like, like movies, man. <laughs> yeah. You were doing your, how you doing, boo? How you doing? How you doing over there? How you doing? Because you're like, sleeping. constantly. Well, I do that because you're sleeping. Okay. <laughs> the thing is, you just telling that side of the story makes it seem like it's really annoying that mm-hmm. you have a dude over here being like, hey, are you awake? Are you awake? Let me tell you what's more annoying. Rewatching Joyride three times because you <laughs> fell asleep during it. Okay. <laughs> and I only have this rental for fucking two days. It's like, you got to watch it now. And I have to fucking keep I you know, awake I so know. you can talk about it on the pod. <laughs> I'm watching this movie that fucking sucks over and over. I'm, I'm sorry it's, that it's, it's annoying that you get to sleep, but like, Woo! holy shit. I was a little sleepy this weekend. Listen, here's what we can say about, here's what we can say about <laughs> the social network, and what we can say about Zodiac. It's true of both, all right? It's a good movie to watch, four stars. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I don't know. I could have my mind changed on the Zodiac social network debate. You don't have you to don't. have your mind okay. changed. You okay, well, here's a controversial opinion. I think Fight Club is the best of the three. Whoa. Okay. Do you think, you, oh, okay, you're saying Zodiac the social network, Fight Club, Fight Club's at the top. Yeah. I might agree with that. I don't. Here's why. And this is why Moon, I know the argument against it, whatever. Fight Club is for douches. Fight Club is fucking overrated. This, this fucking argument is because it became popular and it became <laughs> this fucking thing that people took and was like, oh, they're fucking, you like to fucking beat each other up. No. You're, you're, this is all hindsight speak, okay? When it came out, there was no other movies like Agreed. it. It came out of the you. fucking blue. It's based on a book, first of all. And it's, it's fucking, this whole idea of like consumerism, sure, like you look at it, it's like it's so obvious or whatever, but it's like at the time, like this shit was like, holy fuck, in your face, breaking it down, telling you, you maybe things that you kind of knew, but it wasn't being fucking portrayed in this punk rocky sort of way in a cool, breakneck speed I, I fucking think fight club is excellent and i think the douches out there are the fucking contrarians out there who now are saying that it's douchey it's a douchey no you're a douche okay no i think a it's a, well, I, a think great, people, I think those people are also reacting to the to the the shitty fight club fans people who do really like fight club for the wrong reasons you know what i mean like and that sounds douchey of me to say but like they're like, dude, like the fucking, oh man, they're just fucking fighting, man. Like, you're like, what? Like, the twist. That's not the point of the movie. The twist is like, <laughs> the twist like, is whatever. And even like people who say like the twist is, is fake or whatever, or like it's not, it doesn't hold, like, there's like whatever. I, I don't know. Like, you might be able to comb it apart and see there, that there's holes in the way that the twist works, but it's like all the arguments I've heard, I could explain away so far. As yeah. far as like, they're, they're like, it's not possible for him to be in cheap. It's like, no, like, this is the reason why. Like, they're, they're, it's explained in the movie. There are reasons for these things. Right. I don't know. I think it's a fucking it's a great fun movie. fucking movie. It's a great movie. Right. And I'm thinking like the people who are like, they like Fight Club for the action reasons. Like that, that tends to be the air of people who think of a Fight Club fans are like, uh, or you know, the, the average watcher who's like, yeah, like I want to start a fight club. It's like, no, the movie's actually fairly, I feel like anti-fight club. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's the whole point. By the end of it. And like, yeah, they exactly. they do make fucking Brad Pitt cool, but 
he's supposed to be Edward Norton's embodiment of what he thinks cool is. So it makes sense. Right. And sure, you kind of get the little fetishizing feeling that like maybe they, the David Fincher really does think this is fucking cool. But yes, the end of the movie, you realize that Tyler Durden is the fucking enemy. Mm-hmm. What he's doing is insane. Right. And people who have that argument that they've that it's fucking glorifying it, then then you should have the same fucking argument for Goodfellas. It's glorifying the mob. You know, it's like you have to watch like right. for the end. Yeah, Scarface, it's pretty cool to be mm-hmm. a fucking gangster until you get blasted, you know? It's like, right. it's the same fucking thing. Like, yes, it's glorifying this yeah. bad shit. It's fun to do bad things. It's fun to do bad but things. yes, it's the overall, it's fucking, it's not the moral of the story. <laughs> so, I don't know. Right. There's that, but to defend the people who hate on Fight Club, I feel like it is sort of like a movie that you see it in high school and really like, if you see it later on, yeah. it's not going to feel that, you're not going to feel that same punch. Yeah, I mean, I agree that, like, it was a mind-blowing, rule-bending, everything about it. I was like, wow, I've never seen anything like this. It was opening up. The fucking music is all fucking hitting you. I mean, Edward Norton's great. Rewatching it is not as fun. I don't feel like. I, I see, well, I guess, yeah, so it gets a lot of points for me. In the nostalgia f- in column, I guess, right. and, and I just genuinely don't enjoy the the um, the fighting. actual explosion of the people's violence. heads. Like I don't like to watch mm-hmm. people punch people's heads open, and so I don't like that part. There's only one zine, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, but what? but I I understand that that's not like the whole movie. I'm t- I'm telling you, it's an excellent movie. And at the time, it was fucking crazy, the uh, the subject matter. Um, yeah, that's just. I just feel like it's such a fucking raw movie that just like doesn't give a fuck about. I don't know, like fucking rules. You know, I feel exactly. like so many movies to me feel like they are trying to stay within some sort of a lot like boundary Box, line. Yeah. And Fight Club is such a fucking yeah. like breaking down the walls. I of, agree. Like, it just feels like when I watch it, I get that sense of like, this is when movies were free. Yeah. Um, Cause it's so yeah. off the wall, but like, yeah, I don't know. There are still movies nowadays that feel that way, but fight club at the time was like definitely one of those like, Holy shit. It was, Especially when sure. I'm that age. And I just feel like at this point it's grandfathered in to my right. favorite movies. You know, I just can't. Yeah. I hear you. Like, it just feels weird to me to retroactively be in like, you know what? It does suck when I just, it's giving me so much enjoyment up until this <laughs> no, point. No, of course it doesn't suck. Also, first of all, I it's find your, it uh, interesting that I have trouble with punching, but but I'm not as disturbed by stabbing. Oh my God, stabbing is my least. <laughs> I, I, I can take punching all day. I'm just, I'm just now realizing that and wondering what the I can't stand issue that scene is there. Yet. It's the worst scene by far. It's hor- it's horribly terrifying. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's funny to me that I just said I don't like watching Fight Club because of the the violence. Yeah, but you love Zodiac and them getting stabbed <laughs> in broad daylight. There's something yeah, so creepy nuts. and like cuz you know, like you always see in horror movies like people are stabbed it's all dark and there's all this crazy scary and stuff happening. But you're like, "Oh no, this is how shit happens a lot of times." Yeah, he's fumbling around. Yeah. And it's a it's a somewhat comical scene up until it gets very dark. Right. I mean, it's like it really catches you off guard and it's so yeah. disturbing. 
Yeah, yeah if you haven't, if you, and there's like haven't no, seen Zodiac, there any, so is good. there even music during that part? No. Or is it just... No. no. <laughs> just sound effects. Yeah. Very realistic sound effects. And it's very... Like, that's one of the more pretty scenes, too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. It's, like, it's like a very, like, nice Broad day daylight. and, like, that blue water. Park. Yeah, it's like... It's a very pretty... Blue water. Blue, blue water. Yes. Hell yeah, man. Frightening. And that has been the top five. Yeah. That's been the top five of the week. Now it's time for Morgan Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Uh, woo! <laughs> yeah. Where I will now list four movies <laughs> that have six words in their title, and Morgan will tell you if it's a fucking good title or if it's too long. I got you back. What are you looking for? My phone, I got it. All right, number one. Around the World in 80 Days. <sighs> it's a fine title. Fine title, she says. Yeah. <laughs> she says it's fine. All right. <laughs> Okay. Uh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. I don't like... here. I don't like that title for, I feel like, different reasons that I don't know. I don't like the name Butch Cassidy. I feel like, I feel like that's harmful. I think Butch Cassidy is a better name than the Sundance Kid. To my eardrums. And then, yeah, the Sundance Kid is also not pleasant. I'm gonna go Butch Cassidy and the, but here's the thing is the 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 structure of the title feels more acceptable to me because it's like Butch Cass it's two things like you know yeah it's not just like a rambling title I just don't like their names okay ready for the next one yes Born on the Fourth of July starring Tom Cruise I think it's a terrible title. Okay. What's a better title for that one? I don't know what the movie's about. Tom Cruise plays a war veteran whose his legs don't work anymore. Legless Tom. Yeah, Legless Tom. <laughs> there the you go. His name's- Can you come up with a better title for Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid? Western Dust. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. That's a good title. I think she did it. I think she actually did it this time. <laughs> <laughs> fucking dope. Yeah, fucking, that's great. <laughs> okay, you ready for the last one? Yeah. This one's funny to me. <laughs> okay. Did you hear about the Morgans? <laughs> <laughs> Your name's in it. My name's in it. Do you Is not it, like that name? I don't like that title. Because it's, awful title. it's not good. <laughs> it's a question. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Did you hear about the Morgans? Isn't it like a Keeping Up with the Joneses type I don't movie? know. I've never seen it. I, isn't it Hugh Grant and Sarah Jessica Parker? I don't know. Or somebody? Yeah. It, that's definitely the cast that should be in it. Or maybe it's Pierce Brosnan. I don't know. It's fucking <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> hack bullshit movie. Uh, don't worry about it. Uh, I just thought it was funny that there was a six-word <laughs> title with your name in it. Yeah, that is funny. Fucking great. All right, Jabal, throw it to you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Did you guys know that I feel like this is something that uh, Morgan actually brought up on the podcast a few episodes ago, but she may not have had it. I may have been talking to somebody else, but I feel like it was Morgan talking about this. But that that menstrual sinking, this is a science update. You know, menstrual sinking. You know, the ladies are the ladies there. They get that. They get that time of the month there. Yeah. Yeah. Science update. 
This one's for you, ladies. <laughs> Fucking, this is for the bitches, and the bitches gotta know that. Oh God. You know they're they're when they when they get together, you know, and they're fucking they get their their camaraderie mm-hmm, going, you know, mm-hmm. and and that their their cycles will sync up is a myth. It's a fucking myth. Yeah, and that and that menstrual cycles are even affected by the moon is a myth. <laughs> so go fuck yourselves, ladies. Why don't you mansplain a little bit more? Why not? Why is this a myth? Well, you know, when I looked it up, you know what they said? They said uh, not true uh, that. Uh, <laughs> Correlation, yeah, they're like not true. Correlation doesn't mean causation. So, like, yeah, you you know, two women might be spending a lot of time together, and sometimes their cycles will be in sync, and yeah. sometimes they won't be. But that just because you're in sync doesn't mean that it caused one caused the other, or they caused each other to be in sync. It's just that was it was luck. I probably was talking about this because I do talk about it like it's true. However, I've given it more than you know ten seconds of thought and realized that it can't really be that true i mean because you have hordes yeah, well, I mean, of women I think who when live you together. talked about it you were saying it like <laughs> you said it and then you were immediately like i don't even know if that's true <laughs> and then yeah i was like yeah i guess i never really thought about whether it's true or not yeah and then i, I mean, decided to look it up it can't be true or else like you know cults of women would all have the exact same like it doesn't make any sense that doesn't happen it's just that you're right. on your period a week out of the four weeks of the month, and a lot of times that overlaps. Line up. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it's exactly. pretty. It's pretty uh, typical that that overlaps, and um, yeah. Yep. Thanks, Jamal. Thanks. I mean, if it was true, I mean that shit would be fucking. That would be crazy. Yeah. We gotta harness that kind of synchronizing energy somehow <laughs> and make a fucking I don't know a rocket ship or something. I don't know. I I could also be convinced that like okay the best so let's take the cult example. It's not just the presence of other women. I think I think like a deep relationship could possibly influence your cycle because it's hormonal fluctuations right mm-hmm. like releasing of sure. certain hormones and stuff so i do feel like a really cl- like your best friend in this cult you could possibly right because you're probably sharing similar emotional rides exactly in just your day-to-day life mm-hmm. if you were in separate rooms the entire time probably won't happen but right. it's because of you're affecting your own emotional state exactly by w- whatever interactions you're having yeah with this other person what if you were like, okay, so you're in you're in quarantine, right? And you're talk to your best friend every day via FaceTime. And they live in their house, you live in your house. And you guys, maybe you both live in one-bedroom apartments. You don't really go out much. You're both in quarantine. You think your cycles would sync up? Great question. I feel like maybe if, <laughs> if you guys so. are, because that goes along to the emotional rights scenario. I think it's are, um, yeah. less, I think it falls in the middle of those two examples, right? I feel like it's more likely if you're in, yeah in there is something together. lost some yeah. frequencies dropped out <laughs> right when you're only doing visual yeah because sound. there's there's um endorphins that yeah. get released when you're touching right there's there's uh playing pheromones. with each other's hair you know whatever you do yeah, we're very very <laughs> creature like yeah but that's i mean <laughs> that's what i that's what it said when i looked it up as far as like pheromones and and um and, and the, these sorts of things like i don't have much effect on no no, no. i'm not the cycle right no, no i'm not saying that the pheromones affect the cycle i'm saying that pheromones and that sort of stuff might change your mood might change if you're happy or not and then that in turn down the line might shift your hormones which then in turn shifts your period not into like a fucking like 
oh, we were 10 days away, but now I'm starting all of a sudden because <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, cause yours did. <laughs> but like, just as far as like over time, if you're fucking having the same emotional rides as your roommate, you know, that, that might have something. Right. But I mean, how much of your emotional rides, you know, how much does that have to do with your, when your cycle happens eventually, you know I mean? Like how, how closely are those tied? Or is it, you know, more the other way around? You know, I feel like... Well, I, th- y- I feel like you're- depending on, like, whatever Morgan was saying, your hormones, it might yeah. start a little earlier or a little later. And just those slight shifts, given enough time... Right. That's all I'm talking about is But I feel like hormonal. your hormones have more influence over your emotions as opposed to the other way around, right? I feel like maybe uh, they yeah, beget that's each actually, other, That's actually... That's a good point. I feel like it's a self-perpetuating, right? Yeah, I don't know. It's like the thing... People say, like, if you force yourself to smile, <laughs> right. then you will naturally feel better, right. yeah, you know? Yeah. So it's like your hormones might make you feel like you're in a shit mood, but I feel like there are ways to kind of pull yourself out of that. And, and other people yeah. are an influence yeah, that could potentially true. do that. Yeah. I have no fucking scientific background in this. Fucking biology is my this worst is Science subject. update, baby. This yeah. is what I love Jamal bringing to the table, period, Tom. <laughs> Yep, fucking yes. great. So that's what that's that's what it is, ladies. Enough of this fucking camaraderie. This is my attempt to try <laughs> okay. and keep the keep the ladies down. Yeah. Speaking of chicks and their periods, don't congregate. We got a, a Megan is wondering over here. Um, I picked. She had. She gave me a list. I'm gonna pick this one because it seems very relevant. Okay. And the title that okay. she gave this one is. I haven't heard these, but I just oh. see the titles. The title is Zodiac Signs. Oh. <laughs> All right. Oh. Here we go. Hey, Reed fellas. Do I always have to say Reed fellas? <laughs> okay. Yes. How do you feel about people <laughs> who blame their personality disorders on their zodiac signs? You know, like, oh, it's because I'm, I'm a Leo or Aquarius or whatever. Retards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For sure. I mean, they're For just... Sure, re- retarded. I mean, they're just out of touch yeah. with what's real. <laughs> I mean, you got to be a little bit. Yeah, no, yeah, you, you don't have to be retarded, but you you do have to be some sort of um, ignorant. Yeah, you have to. No. You just yeah. you have to be a sort of an obliv- oblivious person <laughs> to really yep. think that. Because I mean, that's just such a fucking. I mean, if you really sat down and thought about it, <laughs> that your fucking birthday. Yeah. Are, are you serious? Like, just divide yeah. seven billion. Mm-hmm. By 365, that's how many people you share the same birthday with, roughly. Mm-hmm. I mean, you really think you're all having the same kind of day? Well, here's the thing is those fucking things, we all know this is dumb to even talk about, but like the way that those things are written anyway, they can apply to the bulk of those people. No, no, I know. That's very general. And that's and they, well, very the thing obvious. is they can, they can apply to everybody. Right. Right. But that's 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 the obvious bullshit. That's like, of course, of course. But then there's some of the stuff that's very specific. Mm. That's horseshit. That's like, oh, if you're a fucking Pisces, you're gonna get along better with a Scorpio. Right. You know, it's like you fucking right, right. What the fuck is that? What? Yeah. Like, <laughs> right, and then it's also like again back to the idea that if you just sat down and thought about it for fucking four seconds, you'd realize this is insane. It's like, who 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 is writing it? Yeah. Who writes it? It's almost it's almost more insane to That's actually than a good being point. Like religious <laughs> because 
because at least they have a guy or you know that they point to and are like i believe that he has divine revelation you know yeah he's experiencing revelation and then these books were written what is ast- ast- astrology is just like whatever's in the fucking newspaper what's well, the same people who believe the people who are who are flipping tarot cards you know it's like oh whoever yeah, whoever wrote I mean, it must have some of that tarot knowledge you know of like <laughs> they they have sort of like but that's the thing is like they're not even thinking that no no but i think that's 90% implicit of them. that's implicit knowledge of like they're reading it because yeah whoever wrote it studied astrology the same way that if you're taking fucking fortune right. advice from a tarot card reader they understand how to read the cards so whoever's giving you astrology advice they understand they don't they didn't invent what's going to happen in your day but they understand how to read the stars you know right, it doesn't matter that right. what it doesn't, is, matter. Is that it doesn't matter it doesn't matter shut up it out of shut, the up. Fucking... shut up it doesn't matter it doesn't matter that what they wrote <laughs> it's different than the town next over's newspapers astrology shit it doesn't matter okay the stars are different okay. in different towns <laughs> <laughs> but here's can i just say this can i just say this Okay, I don't want to fight with you. I might this, have to okay? tell you to shut up. <laughs> but yeah. I do want to say that my point is, you're right. Stars are different in different towns. <laughs> that is completely valid. But I do want to say, I do want to say that um, my point is, is that if you're a Christian, you believe that fucking John and Job and and Jing, Jingle Jer- Jeremiah's Schmidt is fucking wrote the different books. And they had a direct connection with uh, with God, but and, and you can name them. Uh, whereas if you're fucking re- getting it out of the newspaper, you're like, I don't know who the fuck this this person is. I just moved to this town, you know, or whatever. Who writes Whoever the star story? Horoscope writer is <laughs> right, but the stars are the stars. Just... Who was born in fucking nineteen ninety four? Right. I didn't mean you know. to make you cry, Joel. I'm sorry for yelling. <laughs> now you're sniffling. I, you know, I just feel like you just came at me, and I want to be on the same side. You know what? I blame Megan. Is Megan, you... you know what? Fuck you. You know what our answer to this question was going to be. You know. Yeah. You know that we were not going to be like, I I kind of believe it. That's you true. Know. You've listened to this fucking podcast. Stop <laughs> pretending like you knew that you thought we were going to have some sort of fucking deep conversation about. You know, I think it's it's pretty fucking legit. Decepticons. And here's the thing: is like I come to the podcast because it's like a safe space, and then like when mm-hmm. I feel like from the inside out, the safe space goes like fucking sideways on me. So like, <laughs> I, I can't deal with it. <laughs> uh, I, fucking, like, I feel like you're do uh, pretending anymore. to be me. I feel in like, this moment. No, I feel like he's pretending to be honest. No period. way! What the fuck? <laughs> I'm pretending. I'm pretending to be people who believe in astrology. <laughs> uh, That's funny. Fucking great. What's Breed the fucking? Bell. I can't. Sagittarius. That's what I was trying to say. I said Decepticons. Anyways, you said um, Scorpio. <laughs> what? No, that was earlier. Scorpio. Scorpio. I'm a Scorpio. Yeah. What are your guys' zodiac signs? Pisces. Oh, you're a Pisces. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, we're not. I would have thought. I would pegged you as a Cancer. <laughs> Oh, I was a Cancer, and then they switched it, and then I became a no. I was a Gemini. Isn't that nice? I was a Gemini. Nice? They, so they can just do that too. They can just switch it. Well, they had to add a new one because it turns out that oh, if you divide it by nine or however many there were, <laughs> it's too many. You're, you're grouped in too big of a bucket. Oh, and so it's like we can come up with the tenth one or eleventh or whatever the fuck they were at. That's funny because what's the new one? When I was saying, I don't know. Maybe they just shifted it. And I think they it. just shifted it. 
because oh. mm. the star because the sh- earth shifted a little yeah but like uh when i was saying about how it's very more specific when it says uh, pisces has to marry a scorpio or whatever <clears throat> um it's actually it's, that's funny because it's actually very general because the bucket that you've given them yeah of people mm-hmm. that are scorpios it's huge it's gigantic <laughs> Right. So it's like you're it's betting the same on the as fact. like I remember there was a website when I was in middle school or high school or something that like you could type it'd be like type in the name your name and the name of your crush and we'll tell you how compatible you are and I would do that shit. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Did you believe your mash results? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I never really <laughs> believed it. You know, but, but like if it thing, was a like high those... rating, I'd be like, okay, you know, <laughs> all right. But a mash reading is just as valid as an astrological <laughs> reading. You know? yeah. oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. It's more valid because you yeah. put specific information <laughs> right. into it. Right. That's true. Yeah. Mm. No, it's still equally as valid, but one is more ridiculous than the other. No, mash is way it's more astrology. Way more on point because you're listing the people that you're going to marry, those are real people that you know most of the time when you do that. And like the range yeah, of different no. kinds of houses you can own. Like, at least one of the four you put down is going to be, like, a regular house, you know? You might put, like, right, right. a fucking palace, man. <laughs> no, but I mean, just, like, basing it off of just counting. <laughs> just one, two, three, four, whatever the fuck. Sure. I mean, I guess, because yeah. It's just retarded. I'm saying, like, yeah, like, they're both equally um, made up as likely to predict your... No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. No, I actually I'm just think talking about mash is more likely to is less likely because it is because it's specific. Oh no, but I was I was only talking about the matchmaking aspect of the oh, astrology. Okay. Yeah, no, the generalization of how your day is going to go. Of course, it's going to fit 100 percent of the time. Yeah, yeah. We're all going to feel like, oh, or do we belong for a moment and then real? This is so retarded. <laughs> this fucking talk about. Um, let's talk about fucking. Read fellas. Let's talk about fucking. <laughs> Read fellows R E A D. I'll talk about fucking ending this episode. I think we're good. Um, <laughs> I did you read something? Read fellows R E A D. Oh yeah, yeah. We gotta go read fellows R E A D. I said it, and you were like, "We're gonna end the episode." No, I was in the middle of of dropping a joke, and you're over there on the quiet mic. Okay. Why are you upset? I'm not upset. <laughs> fucking hell! <laughs> you're on your fucking Scorpio oh radar cast. Yeah. <laughs> Slightly uh, temperamental. Yeah, Morgan has a uh, read, fellas. I have a read, fellas. I read a book, guys. <laughs> Yay! Oh. I read High Achiever. Tell us about it. I know nothing about this. You are a high achiever. So this book is about uh, in at, so the title High Achiever. <laughs> the so sorry. So the subtitle is a true story about an addict's double life or whatever. Right? Okay. Okay. So memoir. I'm, is it a memoir? Yes, is- memoir. Okay. So I'm thinking like, oh shit, like this is about a very um, high profile, like professional, maybe she's a lawyer, maybe she's a doctor. And then, you know, she has this addiction and she has this double life as the subtitle would suggest. Uh, and the title, High Achiever, <laughs> being a double entendre there. Nice. Oh, I didn't even catch that. That's deep. <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> So this is a story about this girl who is arrested. We start off with her in jail, and you don't really know what she's done, and then it's revealed, like, throughout the book. 
And that's the whole book is kind of the story of her in jail. And then she goes to a court-ordered rehab. And throughout that, she tells this crazy story, which is, it's an entertaining read. Here's why I gave it three stars. It's a misleading title. All right. So a three stars, mind you, that's like a, a not recommend. Like you would never recommend a three star book to someone. I else. struggled with this because it it was a it, it it's not like I was like fuck this book sucks as I was reading it. Right. No, that's exactly what a three stars means. It's it means a, like I didn't hate it, but I wouldn't tell you to. It's a reflection. Yeah. Like it's not very good because so she references like I swear to God like ten to fifteen times. I keep like thinking that she'll talk more about her previous life or whatever. She was the reason it's so crazy that she's in jail is because she was the captain of her cheerleading squad. That's her big accomplishment. That's like her high horse where she fell from. That's her high achievement. Yeah, which is just weird. Um, I can see. I mean, I see that a lot. I guess is like high school is a huge deal for a lot of people. Yeah, like it's the biggest deal, and it's usually people who feel like they've peaked in high school right. that then have like depression later on. It's like, cause they can never reach those peaks of whatever fucking popularity or, yeah. or captain of the football team that they had in high school. Yeah. So I see that being like a thing. So it does, it does kind of make sense to me that, that she would pick that because she's one of those people. Right. It's like, I'm not good at anything else, but being the popular kid in school. Exactly. Yeah. And then there's no, <laughs> You never learn of, like, how she fell into addiction. Like, you don't – you never get, like, what happened. There's the lack of self-reflection of, like, oh, here, here are my real issues and, like, here's why I was using. Right. It doesn't um, – like, it doesn't really feel like maybe that – because she's the author that she's being like honest and forthcoming yes. with like, oh, she's not opening it up entirely. My next comment is it feels th- it's it just feels slightly disingenuous kind of throughout the whole thing. Like mm. like but not enough to where you're like, this is fucking bullshit. It just feels like not the full. It's probably true to her as she is, but she's not being completely honest yeah. with herself. I, or, I think that's exactly. Or wanting exactly to open up to a level that makes her look too bad. Yeah. I think yeah. that's exactly what it is. Also. Those are the best books. <laughs> <laughs> then magically in the last like two pages, we hear none, nothing of her recovery work. Everyone is just so impressed with this crazy story, which is pretty standard like addict the themes are very standard she just happened to be dating a cop which is why it's so crazy you know like she manipulated she lied she stole yeah no one's gonna be like super (laughs) impressed with her well the the the, um the therapist that heard her story was like just blown away like and telling her how how crazy the story was which is why again it felt very a therapist mm. who is licensed in addiction counseling, there is, it, there's no like, fucking what? way in hell <laughs> that she was surprised by 
any of what she had. Nothing. Right. Like, it sounds like a, a book about a girl with addiction that she's writing for people who know nothing about addiction. Yeah. So it's like, oh, that is kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just, it is crazy. I don't mean to say like her story is not crazy. It's just that it, but she, it, it like follows predictable like unique. patterns. Right. But maybe it feels like right. because she's the one writing it. That she wants credit for it being super crazy. Yes, that's exactly what like, it. It's exactly what it feels like. Yeah, it's like there are so many people with similar stories that she doesn't need to one up those. <laughs> yes, She's just she can tell her story right. without. She is the one yeah. in the AA meeting who's like, my drinking was the worst, and my recovery is the best. Like, <laughs> um, <laughs> except for she doesn't tell us at all about her recovery, which I found very interesting. She, she just, just recovers? Recovers, and at the end uh, has a family and has been sober for five years, but we know zero, like li- nothing about how she uh, maintained her sobriety, which I find interesting. That's shitty. Yeah. I mean, that's the same with flight. He's just sober in the jail at the end. I know, but you get the sense that, like, I mean, he's he's making all of his amends, no, you, right? Yeah, he has you, time to write. He, he's working with others. He's helping, you know, right. he's it's doing a, That's all implied. Yeah. And, and you see the whole fall yeah. happen, yeah. too. Yeah. So, anyway. It was a quick. It was a quick read. It was like a, it, you know, it was entertaining, but. Um, you read it in two days. It, yeah. Over it lacked depth. Three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Two, two days, separate days. Two sittings. Two bulks. Yeah. Bulk sittings. <laughs> so high achiever. High achiever. They ain't got McDonald's in jail. They don't got McDonald's in jail. She fucking talks about they that. Got McDonald's in jail. It. So excited. Yeah, she's your fucking soul sister. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are synced up. <laughs> Word up. Well, thank you, Morgan. Thank I feel you. like that was a really um clusterfucked description because you laughed at me a couple times of like are you I like I stopped and started again a bunch. What? No, you did a good job. Okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um that, ladies and gentlemen, congratulations to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on their <laughs> Super Bowl victory. Congratulations to all the wonderful companies we have here in America making great <laughs> advertisements. This is a congratulations group of guys. to Jamal um, or uh, for a successful recovery eventually. Future congrats. It's coming up soon. Uh, Thank you for feel that. Feel better. I appreciate it. I'll take it with me over the next few days. Um, and congratulations uh, to Morgan for finishing a book. <laughs> Thank you. And that will <laughs> and do congratulations it. Congratulations to you. <laughs> for you what? I didn't do shit. Come on. You got to do yourself. For yourself. Come you on. created the Zon 3 challenge. Nice. Do something for yourself. Yeah, it's not a challenge. Or whatever the fuck, you know what I'm saying? I'm congratulating you created us for making it through the Zon 3. You designed, created, you and, and you accomplished the Zon 3. We accomplished. We conquered. We did it. We did it, everybody. Congratulations. Dude. Read Fellows, episode 120. Thank you all very much for listening. Baby. Quit talking, put butter on that shit. Bye. Stay hydrated.